0: long these feelings have existed. Belief that no one else could feel the same as I. Reminiscence of the pleasant times we shared and our relationship's perfection. Counting of the steps that led to our love's dissolution Mostly involving my unfaithfulness and lies Penitent admission of wrongdoing Discovery of the depth of my affection Regret over the lateness of my epiphany Title of the song Naive expression of love, reluctance to accept that you are gone, request to turn back time and rectify my wrongs, repetition of the title of the song, enumeration of my very Transgressive actions of insufficient motivation Realization that these actions led to your departure and my resulted lack of sleep and appetite Renunciation of my past insensitive behavior promise of my reformation. Mm -hmm. Reassurance that you still are foremost in my thoughts now. Need for instruction how to gain your trust again. Request for reconciliation. Listing of the numerous tests that I perform. Love, reluctance to accept that you are gone. Request to turn back time and rectify my wrongs. Ooh, repetition of the title of the song. Acknowledge me that I acted foolishly, increasingly desperately for your return, sorrow for my infidelity, Faith, hope that my sins are forgivable, appeal for one more opportunity, drop to my knees to a elicit ground response, praise to my chosen deity, modulation and I hold a high.
1: Talk about the, tide tide the
2: That was everybody's favorite love song by everybody's favorite band, Megadeth. I mean Da Vinci's Code. It's called Title of the Song. So uh, I guess we're going to start out here. Um, for those of you just joining, this is the alternative show. This is um, Valentine's Day, the theme, and I'm telling stories from my love life. Yay. Okay. Here we go. Story number one. This um, this happened when I was... Uh, in ninth grade, it was, a, um, it was probably my first technical relationship. So a girl I had been dating for a while, and um, I decided that I wanted to go over to her house really late at night. And uh, obviously, I didn't have permission from my parents, being um, 16 at the time, I think. I wanted to go over to her house and surprise her. And um, the, uh, let's see, yeah, it, it was something like 9 or 10 o'clock at night and what I did was I snuck out of my bedroom window, but before going, I covered up the bottom of my door so that my mom couldn't see any sort of light underneath my door. And I, uh, you know, locked the door so that she wouldn't, uh, find that I was gone. Um, climbed out the window as quietly as I possibly could jumped on my bike and rode over there. And this is probably a 25, 30 minute bike ride, just a few miles away. Um, and, uh, it was something like ten or eleven at night and there was a curfew. This was in Phoenix, Arizona. So for most of the ride over there, I'm hoping that I don't see a cop and I'm taking all the back streets and I'm you know riding over the lawns of, of some of the some people's houses just so that they won't see me in the lamplight. So I ride over there. Uh, park my bike as far away as possible so that there's no evidence, and I just sort of sneak over to her window. She lived, um, she lived in a very small house. It was a, uh, it was a trailer park, um, but don't hold that against her. the uh, The window was um, pretty much next to the street, and I'd never actually been over to her house, so I was just guessing. And she had actually. Uh, disbelieving me allowed me to come over just I think to see if I would do it so I look in the window and she's watching tv except she's asleep I don't know how anyone can fall asleep watching tv so I'm tapping on the window to try to get her attention And her mom comes in because apparently she heard the tapping and couldn't figure out what it was. And I bolted and my bike got caught in the chain. So I pretty much picked up my bike and ran for like a block, block and a half, which, uh, yeah, the thing was pretty heavy. And uh, so... I was able to figure out what was wrong with the bike chain. I think I got caught in like a shoelace or something and I rode home and it took me about 10 minutes. this was like 25 minutes, one way, uh, 10 minutes, the way home and jumped into bed. And, um, yeah, it was, um, (laughs) I was pretty much scared for the rest of the night that the cops were going to come over and, uh, I would get in trouble, and you know, on the way home, I just, I just had this picture of my mom just sitting in my bed, my bedroom, like with the lights out. And as soon as I climb in through the window, she like turns on the light and is like, "Where have you been?" So anyway, that was a story from uh, high school for for Valentine's Day, which, um, which uh, uh, for some reason. Um, On a somewhat related note, I realized that I have dated at least three people named Jenny. There's a Jen, Jenny, and Jennifer. And if any of you can think of why that would be, that I would happen to date so many people with the same name, please email me at trevor at at kskq.org. And let me know, or just email me for any reason if you've got some comments about the show. I just got this email address, so I'd like to try it out. If you've got some ideas on things that I can do in the future, or if you just want to um, email me, please do so. Trevor at KSKQ.org. This brings us to the quote of the week. Quote of the week is, uh, Love is pure light. Love warms and brightens. Love shatters all illusions. It's the most honest expression of who you are and thus who we all are. When your love exceeds all else, you are divine. You can find more of those at remindersfromthesoul.com.
3: She grew up with the children of the stars In the Hollywood hills and the boulevard Her parents threw big parties Everyone was there They hung out with folks like Dennis Hopper And Bob Seger And Sonny and Cher But she feels safe now In this bar in Fairfax And from the stage I can tell If she can't let go And she can't relax just before she hangs her head to cry I sing to her a lullaby I sing Bye. But she still is with her mom outside the city Down that street about a half a mile And all her friends tell her she's so pretty But she'd be a whole lot prettier if she smiled once in a while Seen her share of devils in this angel town. Devil. Sure about this place. It's hard to play a gig in this town and keep a straight face. It seems like everybody's got a plan. It's kinda like Nashville with a tan.
1: Everything's gonna be alright.
3: Rockabye.
4: Rockabye Rock.
2: Valentine, this Saturday. It's uh, the open house and rent party. We are doing an open house and rent party here at the radio station. Uh, we're growing and we would like to tell you about it. So come check us out Saturday, February 13th from 1 to 3 p.m. at 333 East Hersey Street, suite number two. And uh, enjoy some treats and open house at our open house rent party we have some free food live music open mic come uh, help us keep our doors open and support independent community media in ashland oregon so um continuing i i used to make music collections for uh i i love music um not all music, I am somewhat picky, but uh, since junior high, I've been making music collections. Um, Favorite songs, emotional songs, sad stuff, upbeat stuff. I've been collecting the stuff that I like that fall under these categories and sort of building a favorite playlist for each and, uh, and I still have all of them and am still expanding on them and they're all still my favorite songs, except maybe my heart will go on. That might have to come off the list at this point. But, um, aside from that, uh, and when I, Started getting into significant relationships in high school. I started doing the same thing for our relationships Talking about the the ups and downs of our relationship making finding songs that kind of related to the person you know what I liked about them or or a particular time in our relationship and um, Most of these songs I've forgotten but one song in particular always reminds me of a particular person, and it's because of this story that I'm about to tell you. Uh, when I was, I think, 16, maybe 17, I was with a girl who, who told me that something that she'd always wanted to happen to her was she'd always wanted to be kissed awake, which uh, which was interesting, as I hadn't done that. I hadn't much experience at the time anyway. But um, that is something that I hadn't done, and uh, it, it was very—it was also very difficult because I had parents who would check in on me all the time. My mom was a piano teacher, and uh, whenever I had a girl over, I had to keep the door open, otherwise, you know. She might think something was going on, but at the same time, she got mad at me for keeping it open because if a piano student walked by, it could be embarrassing if we were like kissing or something. So there's like no way to win in that particular situation. Um so anyway, I had my girlfriend at the time over and um and I decided that I was gonna I was gonna do this for her. So what I did was I, I laid her down, I turned off all the lights. And I put on this song, which I'm about to play for you, and, um, and waited until she kind of fell asleep. At, she you know, was laying there for a few minutes, she kind of fell asleep, and, um, and then close to the end of the song, I kissed her awake, and it was probably one of the most romantic things I've done or have been a part of in my life and i really like that story for what it was and and, and what it was to me
1: Pride can stand, a thousand trials the
2: Kissing You by Desiree, and before that, played a Lullaby by Sean Mullins. Um, I'm sorry for the little glitch right in the middle of Kissing You. This is the same song that I've had since junior high, and uh, it's I've never gotten a better version of it. It's always had that little hiccup. Uh, I learned to play this on the piano, as, as I mentioned. My mom was a piano teacher, and uh, I actually memorized this song, um, but uh, I memorized it with that little glitch in there, which uh, which really doesn't help and um, also I really can't hit the high notes so I'm sure all of you have a story about the one that got away you know the relationship that you wish you had but didn't and there was a girl that I knew in high school that uh, that I really liked and I met her at a time in my life where we were both on the same path at least I felt we were both on the same path we connected really well uh, around a lot of different things, and I felt that, you know, we could really learn a lot from each other. I was just learning about spirituality and metaphysics, and I met this girl at my church, and, you know, we really hit it off. We were both kind of leadership-type people. We were uh, both very involved in the in the church and, and the youth group and thought very similar on a lot of different um, planes. I I thought she was amazing. And then I met someone else, um, someone a little bit younger through that same church that, um, that really liked me. Like this was someone that was like, wow, I think you're awesome. I think you, you know, you've been leading this group really well. And, and she, she really came on strong to me and I hadn't had really any experience with that. And in the back of my head, I said, okay, um, I'm going to date this person for a couple of weeks because, you know, I think it would be a really interesting relationship and it'd be nice to be with this person. And then I'm going to go date this other person who I really like. And I even told her this and she said, wow, okay, that's different, but, um, all right. And I thought, wow, okay. I'm being totally honest with how I feel. I'm approaching this thing from a really, you know, enlightened perspective. So I started going out with this girl and it turned into this, crazy roller coaster relationship that didn't end uh, well it did eventually end but uh, it was it was both one of the best and worst relationships I've ever been in and during the course of that time um, I, I found out you know I, I became really committed to the relationship and I didn't really end it when I feel I should have uh, but through that I learned a lot in my life um, a, a lot of personal lessons a lot of life lessons. Uh, but because of that, I missed out on this other relationship. And when this relationship finally ended, I reapproached this other person. And I guess she was in a completely different place at this point. And she said no and started going out with somebody else. And uh, I found out later that she had apparently been somewhat devastated by my original response which I didn't get at the time. This was before I had read like men are from Mars, women are from Venus. I didn't really get the other side. I thought, wow, you know, I'm just being really f- uh metaphysical and I'm going with the flow and everything. And and then I uh I found out how that affected this person, you know, to just be kind of tossed aside and I, I totally I totally messed that up. And I've never really had a chance to say sorry for that, so I am very sorry. I'm hoping that you're out there somewhere and that you hear this, and I'm very sorry for what that did. I'm sorry I missed out on that relationship because I feel like if I had had that relationship, I would have gone down a completely different path. The relationship I was in kind of set me on somewhat of a downward spiral for a little while. It also kind of damaged my ability to trust people to some degree. And I also know that in retrospect, I kind of put this other person on a pedestal. But at the same time, I can't help feeling that I missed out on something really great. And it's ironic because the other relationship I was in really taught me not to regret things. This is something that this person really lived by. But what's ironic about it is that relationship is really the one thing I regret is that I didn't get a chance to find out who i could have been with this other person and how i could have grown and maybe i would have headed in a completely different direction not that who i am isn't awesome i i love who i am and where i am but uh you know it's one of those what if moments it's the one that got away so um yeah so here is a song about that
0: One day, one day, one day you'll understand You grow up and you'll see There's a truth between friends
4: Until you take me down, and I'm alone.
5: Child, I pray, I pray for you, I hope that your lies can keep you warm.
2: mistake from the handsome boy modeling school uh now i know the song isn't exactly like what i was talking about earlier um i have somewhat of a limited list of choices here as i said before i'm very picky so there's a lot of genres that i'm not really into a lot of songs i don't really like so uh, i had to pick from what i had so i apologize Actually, I don't. I like the music I like, and and uh, yeah, you're just going to have to deal with that. So uh, you are listening to KSKQ, 94.9 FM. Um, this is the alternative show, in case uh, you missed it. This is uh, the theme for the day is Valentine's Day and songs from my past. Um, if you would like to talk to me, you can call me. Here at the studio at 541-482-3999. But don't call today because nobody is here. And I don't know how to answer the phones without anyone here. So you're just going to have to wait till next time. I apologize. So um, let's see. Southern Oregon jobs with justice. Proudly supports KSKQ LP 94.9 FM in Ashland, Oregon. Southern Oregon Jobs with Justice brings together labor unions, religious congregations, student groups, and community organizations to improve working people's standard of living, job security, and their right to organize. Visit their website at www.sojwj.org. KSKQ thanks Southern Oregon Jobs with Justice for supporting community radio.
1: Dream girl, dream girl.
6: Luster cream,
4: girl. Tonight, show him how much lovelier your hair can look after a luster cream shampoo. Only luster cream brings you K. Dumas' magic formula blend of secret ingredients plus gentle lanolin. Gives loveliness lather even in hardest water. Glamorizes your hair as you wash it. Luster cream. Not a soap, not a liquid, but a dainty cream shampoo. Leaves hair fragrantly clean, free of loose dandruff, glistening with sheen, soft, manageable. Gives new beauty to all hairdos or permanents. Four ounce jar, one dollar. Smaller sizes, either tubes or jars. Tonight, try luster cream shampoo and be a...
6: Dream girl, dream girl, beautiful luster cream girl. You owe your crowning glory to a Cream
2: so for those of you who have no idea what that was, that was an old-time radio show commercial. I of that, you know, I didn't want to get rid of completely everything about my show, so I'm keeping that, the old-time radio show commercials. And, uh, and now we're on to another story. This is a story um, that a lot of people here in Ashland, I think, are going to be able to relate to. And uh, it's about one of my it's about my most difficult and most rewarding relationship, where I really really grew as a person, and uh, the relationship was really centered around a lot of honesty and trust and love, and it was also very difficult because the person that I was with was polyamorous. Which, for those of you who don't know, polyamory is people who are in, multiple relationship, in relationships with multiple partners at the same time. As opposed to monogamy, which is sort of the opposite of that. By the opposite, I don't mean negative partners or zero partners. I mean one. So, this relationship was uh, amazing. I was with someone who loved me more than I could have ever thought possible. I showed her who I was, and she loved me anyway. Now, I know a lot of people might think, wow, uh, she loved you anyway, huh? That's interesting. But you know what? Everybody has secrets. Uh, The people that don't have secrets are probably leading a very, very boring life and and don't know what they're missing out on. So... The difficulty for me was that while she was polyamorous, I felt no need to be. So it was somewhat of a polyamorous monogamous relationship. It was still an amazing relationship because it was based on trust. And that is, is not something that a lot of relationships like that. Well, I can only speak for mine for my relationship was based on trust and that made it so much easier to deal with. Uh, and besides that, she felt very strongly and was able to very much argue her point in terms of polyamory. And I learned a lot from that in, as to how polyamory works and why, you know, it's not just uh, about having lots of sex with a lot of different people. It's about something more than that. So the basic argument is that you can't really run out of love I'm probably missing a few things here but this is what I got out of it. you can't run out of love. Love isn't something that you just have a certain amount of and then it's gone there's you know there's no more after that not only that but not all love is the same. I mean you can love a, a single person a particular way and then love someone else a completely different way. I'm not talking like brother sister versus you know an actual lover I'm talking about completely different types of love for different types of people. You know, you love this thing about them or you love this aspect of them and and you love this aspect of somebody else. It's it's not it's you know, it's almost like every barcode is different or everyone's fingerprints are different. You know, there's no two fingerprints, supposedly no two fingerprints in the world. Um, And that was her argument, which makes sense, because the one thing that you can continue to give and never run out of is love. I mean, you give love and you receive more in return from wherever love comes from that was her argument the difficulty for me um I I used to think the kids and family and being married until I die was what I wanted I'm not entirely sure anymore partly because of this relationship and a lot of things I've learned as I've grown up Uh, I only know one or two people whose parents are still married Um, that's somewhat of an aside, the, the argument that I have for monogamy is there's something secure about knowing that one person has your heart, that above all, they love you, you know, and that you love them. I don't think that monogamy is better than polyamory or vice versa. I think both sides have positives and negatives. It's easier for me to talk about monogamy because that's ultimately what I, uh, Uh, what I vibe with most Um, I feel there's something to be said for committing to one person for however long and that you miss that deep level of connection in a polyamorous relationship Uh, monogamous monogamous relationship is about letting go it's a kind of letting go that polyamorous people I think miss out on Defining and being defined by someone else. Now I get that there's something missing in monogamy too—a lack of independence, of completeness in yourself, and outgoingness. And that there's always exceptions to the rule. And these are just generalizations based on my own personal experiences. Of course, there are completely different views on both sides. I think, but this is what I've gotten out of it. Uh, now, if anything, this this relationship has showed me that basically, I am monogamous. Um, But I do get the other side.
7: Rock girl, you're looking like something I want I'm fighting out true. Friend, Well, she can come if she wants. I want all the self-conscious girls who try to hide who they are with makeup. You know, it's a girl in the front with the tight pants I really want to shake up. Hey, carrot juice. I want to squeeze you away until you bleed. I'm finding i a find little friend while well, she looks like something I My girl with your glasses and all your
2: finding out true love is blind. Uh, uh, that was probably a bit of a harsh song for this particular subject. Uh, but again, limited choices. Sorry. So, um, here's another story. Something that I tried recently is, uh, online dating. And, uh, this was difficult for me. Um, partly because I was worried about how the other person would feel about me. Uh, I found somebody online that I really liked. We started kind of a relationship over email. We seemed to have a lot in common. Um, In fact, I learned a whole bunch about music that I didn't know before. And uh, it it was a really great email relationship. We emailed a lot back and forth. I told her a lot about me. She told me a lot about her. I thought she was a really good person. We decided to meet in person. And there just wasn't a spark. And I don't know... I I didn't see that coming. I really thought it would be completely the other way around. I thought, wow, this person's just not going to like me. But, um, and by thought, I mean, you know, was afraid of not necessarily that I went into that thinking, okay, um, coming here for no reason. But, uh, yeah, it just, as it turned out, I was on completely the other side of that spectrum. And I, Totally caught me by surprise. I didn't know how to handle it. Um, I like to think of myself as a really nice guy. Maybe some of the stories I've told today uh, might be contrary to that opinion. But, um, but yeah, I I didn't know how to handle it. I I didn't expect to be on that side of of the relationship. And we tried emailing after that. I, I just didn't feel the drive to keep talking to her. But... I didn't know what to do. I wanted to be honest. I couldn't figure out how to approach it. So we just kind of slowly stopped talking. Um, and I felt so bad about this, about being on that side and not knowing how to do it. And it was interesting because, you know, uh, kind of gave me a different perspective. But I discovered this song at the same time, which, uh, <clears throat> which, um, which, you know, hearing this song, I kind of think of that... Almost relationship. Haunted
8: single left, under 33. Must enjoy the sun, must enjoy the sea. Sought by single M. Mrs. Destiny,
5: send photo to address. Is it you and me? Reply to single M. My name is Caroline. Cell phone number here. Call in. Have the time Twenty-eight and bored Grieving over loss Sorry to be heavy But heavy is the cost Heavy is the cost
8: Reply to Caroline Thanks so much for response These things can be scary always what you want how about a drink the Saint you club at noon I'll
5: phone you first I guess I hope I see you soon I never got your name I assume you're 33 your voice had sounded kind I hope that you like me when you see my face I hope that you don't laugh I'm not a film star beauty I'll send a photograph I hope that you don't laugh
2: I never really know how to feel when I listen to that song. It's a a difficult song for me to get my bearings on. There are many different kinds of love, and uh, today we're going to be talking about a particular kind. I've got a song for you uh, about the internet. The internet can be used for many things, but uh, I think we all know what it was created for. And because this is the first time by myself here at the studio, I'm going to play a song for you that I may get in trouble for. I think it'll be worth it. Um, I mean, what kind of person would I be if I didn't test boundaries occasionally? So here it is: a song about what exactly was all in Al Gore's mind when he invented the internet.
9: Past when I would need a quick repast Or a temporary break from my agenda Off to the bedroom I would head Pull out the playboy from near the bed And sneak a peek at all the portraits of love. My alternatives were slim If I tried to find another source for sin Have to hang out with the weirdos In the back room of my local video store But last month I finally made the call I got a brand new cable modem installed And it opened up the floodgates On a whole new universe of internet porn, internet porn. Roman orgy scenes internet porn. Dominatrix queens internet porn. Girl on girl on girl on girl Girl on Guy on Sheep, Internet Gross Anatomy, Pam and Tommy Lee. When you're given so much to choose from, who has time to sleep? <laughs> My girlfriend goes to sleep then I get out of bed and down the hall I creep so I can hunker down and wallow in depravity until three or four porn. you'll always find me in that same tableau silhouetted by my monitors warm glow and absorbing all the bounty from the cornucopia of internet, internet, porn. Porn. internet porn barely legal teens naughty figurines Spanking Spanish men Erotic Asian art Guys with extra parts I don't think I'm ever going to see the sun again Melonlove.com There's my neighbor's mom Bikers wearing diapers Chasing nurses Dressed like smurfs on l'éclavage On En goutois Kind of smut from every
2: corner of the earth. <laughs> I hope that uh, KSKQ can look back on that song with fondness. So uh, it looks like this brings us almost to the end of our show. But before we go, I've got a special segment for you guys. So whip out your pencil and paper. This is uh, spell speak. Uh, if you can keep up, you'll be able to decipher this very important message related to today's theme. So, pencils up. Here we go. P A S S I O N A T E K I S S L I K E S P I D E R apostrophe S W E B S O O N L E A D T O U N D O I N G O F F L Y. Period. That's a little difficult to say. Thank you for listening to my show. Tune in next week, same time and same place. Uh, and we're going to end on a high note. So the closing song today is I Can't Help Falling in Love With You by Elvis Presley.
5: Here we come Walking down the street We get the funniest looks from Everyone we meet
10: Listening to the alternative show, which would not be possible without substantial donations from Anna Septic and Earl E. Bird, created by Aaron Tires and Billy Club, with producer Terry Cloth, editor May Boleen. Our research team of Barbara Blacksheep and Shirley U. Jess, librarian Anita Honjob, production coordinator Matt Tress, studio engineers Idaho and Randy Peters. A special thanks to Howie Kisses, High Marks, Phil R. Monick, Harry P. Ness, Hugh Suck, and my good friend Richard Tees, patent lawyer Meg O'Tun, Mary Kay Cosmetic Saleswoman Doris Close, and of course our French teacher Mademoiselle Viva La France. A very special thanks to Al Gore for inventing the internet, without which this nearly live streaming broadcast would not be possible. This the show is broadcast live on location at Walt Disney's Tomorrowland Theme Park in Disneyland, France. la piscine dans le Disneyland C'est plus beau, magnifique Featuring the host with the most, Trevor S. Thomas, and yours truly, Alan Wrench. You're listening to KSKQ 94.9 FM, Ashland Radio, a product of the Multicultural Association of Oregon. Thank you, and good night.
2: And have a happy Valentine's Day, everybody.
10: it faintly said as I tried to call for